Welcome to our podcast, The Relevance of Sydney Bank's Role. This podcast was born out of a deep feeling. It consists of a series of conversations with individuals who have been SIT students for years and also dear friends of him. There is a question to explore, certainly understanding the relevance of his role as why. Why is it so crucial? So welcome to a shared conversation that comes out of a feeling to keep Sydney Banks' understanding alive as a level of consciousness. This is the story, a story full of hope and transformation. And every time we're reminded of it in the stillness of our minds, life is just but a beautiful, loving and deep journey not to be missed. Welcome, everyone, to a, yeah, another episode of our podcast, The um, Relevance of Sydney Bank's Role. And today we have um, Linda Pransky as a guest, which I'm very, it's an honor for me um, to have her. Uh, I've heard her for years talking, and I, she, I consider her one of my teachers. And I just... Um, I, every time that I hear her talking about her experience with uh, Sydney Banks as her teacher and also as a level of consciousness, uh, I just stay very quiet and just listen to it. And that's what I wanted um, for us today to just listen very quiet to what she has to say because it has been, every time, it has been a gift for me. So thank you, Linda. You you can read her bio on the uh, episode descriptions. I'm not gonna uh, go over all that here. We just wanna, as I say, sit very still and listen to her. Thank you, Linda, and welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you for that kind introduction. That was very nice. Um, You know, when you when you asked me to talk about the relevance of Sid or the role of Sid in this understanding, it's like what occurs to me is that Sid matters. It matters that people refer to him, the teachers that work from the understanding of the three principles. It matters that they connect their clients to him because he's the deepest level of consciousness that we have. And we're lucky that we have his recordings and that we have his um, DVDs um, because on, on those recordings, you can feel the difference in the level of his teaching and the level of his understanding. And I think that if we didn't have those recordings in, in, and his books, like, My favorite book is The Missing Link. I just love that book. And I read it over and over again, periodically. And it's fascinating and mysterious how I will find something new in the same book that I've read and reread. It's very fascinating. But I, I feel, and I, and I actually see 
the people that teach the understanding, teach from the principles, if they don't refer to Sid, over time, in my mind, the teaching becomes more intellectual and less feelingful and insightful. In other words, it comes from a more of an intellectual place than it comes from a, a deeper level of understanding. That's what I see when people don't connect their clients or their students to Sid. And it matters. See, it, it, what, what I realized, because before I met Sid, I was trying to help people. I was trying to help people change, feel better, feel happier, find their happiness, find a way of solving their problems. And I didn't appreciate until I met Sid is that I was helping people from the wrong state of mind. I was helping people from either an insecure state of mind or a state of mind of the intellect in order to help them be happy or help them solve problems. And those are the wrong states of mind, I realized. To help people, you have to go into an internal, feelingful, reflective, insightful state of mind. It's a feeling and it's a place and it's a state and it's inside the mind of the practitioner, but it's a deeper mind than the, than the experience or the state of insecurity or the state of the intellect. And that's what I realized. That's what I learned from Sid. It matters the state of mind that you come from when you're helping people. And it's a very fine point. It's a very simple point, And it's a point that can, get, that can get missed. And as a practitioner, it's not just that you connect your clients to sit, that you connect yourself to sit. You keep yourself honest. Because, you know, you can get lost. I can get lost in a state of mind that doesn't work for me or my client. And when I go back to listen to Sid, I'm reminded of, reminded of the state of mind that works. The state of mind where you get, where you find what you need, where you find new thought, where you find the feelings that you're looking for the clarity of mind that you're looking for. It's all state of mind. It's all level of consciousness. And you, Sid keeps you honest. Sid will keep your clients honest. Sid will keep you honest as a practitioner. It's easy to get lost. It's easy to get found. And Sid will, will, will keep you honest. If somebody that hasn't heard um, about the principles, you know, a, a lot or they have an idea and then they hear a deeper level of consciousness, 
What do you mean by that? Well, at a deeper level of consciousness, people's feelings change to the positive. People's minds change in, in terms of more clarity. People's perceptions change as they see differently. In other words, for example, like I, like for example, this spring, now that we're all in quarantine and I've slowed down, I actually see my flowering plum tree. I can track it and I can see it change. So I, I follow the change of that plum tree. Now, when I'm speeded up in the spring, running around doing things, the plump tree will flower and then the next minute I go, oh, it's not flowering anymore, it's the leaves are out. And I've missed the whole thing. I've missed the event of the plum tree because I'm so distracted. My state of mind is speeded up. I'm, I'm, not foc I'm focused on a multitasking. I'm doing a lot of things and I miss it. It's you, you see more when you're slowed down. You're in a, when you're in a, a deeper level of consciousness, your mind slows down and you see more. And you feel better. Like when I'm slowed down and I'm in a deeper level of consciousness, I see deeper into my client. I see more of what's going on with my client, how they're using thought in a way that's helpful and how they're using thought in a way that isn't helpful because I can just see it because my not mind is not busy and distracted with my own thinking when I'm slowed down. See, when people are in a deeper level of consciousness, it's just a result of their mind slowing down. When their mind slows down, they get deeper feeling, more clarity, and they just, their perceptions change. They they see more in life and they see actually, they just, they, I don't know how to say it, they just see more in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know and if that answers you. No, it does. It does. Sometimes we're so used to that um, language and then, you know, I get questions asked about that. What do you mean by that? And so that's, it, it, it's, it's great to be able to ask you those questions to you or, or any of our guests because it's um, what is you know, a deeper level of consciousness. And what you just said, it's, it has to do with my state of mind, has to do with my, my stillness and going to a place, a deeper place in me where my state of... It's like when you were talking about the plum tree, it's like more in the present. I'm more in the present in this is instant. That's right. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. You're more in the present. You're more in the, what people call, you know, a new age term they call the now. Yeah. You're more in the now. now. You're more in the present. You're just, 
more in the flow of life instead of ahead of the flow of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, most people live ahead of the flow. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of slow down and there's a book, you know, slow down to the speed of life. You slow down to the speed of life rather than being faster than the speed of life. Yeah. And it has a very pleasant feeling. You feel it's very pleasant to slow down to the pace of life. Yeah. You know, you get very busy minded and you just get all speedy and, and then you live at a more superficial level in terms of what you see and a more superficial level in terms of what you feel. Yeah. You get to live life. Yeah, you get to live life. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, yeah, I love doing this um, podcast and, and talking about this because, um, because I have a lot of, um, I feel a lot of gratitude for having to somehow stump into the three principles and then going into Sid's story um, because it, it changed, because it showed me, oh, this is, this is what it was. And, and it, did, um, it has done wonders um, to my life and, and to me, to be able to get to live life and not just let it just pass by, not knowing how to, how to, to be in it. And um, I feel a lot of gratitude for that. Well, you know, it's so interesting because it's, I, people get so, instead of just living their life and being in their life in a way that is satisfying and gives them contentment and deeper feeling, you know, they get distracted by what they have, you know, their, what they have to do and how much they have to do. And, it, and they get on a treadmill of trying to get things done and achievement and ambition and not that achievement and ambition are bad, but it can get to be too much Mm -hmm. in terms of speeding people's minds up. Yeah. Yeah. I have to to do, do, do. I have to go, go, go. You know, and then they, they wonder why they don't feel right. You know, why they don't feel happy. Yes. And we always hear, you know, Sid was an ordinary man and he always spoke about that simplicity. And um, that's something that most of the people, when they hear it, including myself, it's like, oh, yeah, to the simplest, as you're saying. And um, it just levels everything, knowing that um, it's just ordinary. It's just, there's nothing um, elaborated about it. We don't have to elaborate anymore and get it all, you know, um, full of ornaments, what we do and what we say, but just as simplest as, as, as we can with that feeling that you were talking about before. Well, people have to hear the simplicity of it from, the, from a different state of mind. In other words, the simplicity has to be realized. Because if the simpl- simplicity isn't realized, 
it looks too simple by the intellect and then the intellect dismisses it. Well, that's too simple. But when you realize the simplicity, you go, oh my goodness, it's so, that's so true. When you realize the simple, it becomes, you realize the truth of the simple. You realize the truth of simplicity. It's the experience of that truth is so rich. The experience of realized simplicity is so rich and so true and so tangible. But if you don't realize it, like if you don't realize slowing down works, if you don't realize it, then the intellect goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know I need to slow down. Yeah, I know. I know I need to slow. Yeah. Okay. What else have you got? So it has to be, simplicity is seen by the intellect as not good enough, but when realized, it's, it's magic. It's just the total answer, and people know that. Yes. So the trick, and that, see, that's what I learned from trick, from Sid, is the trick is to, see, it's, a, it's an understanding that's insight-based, and you're looking for insight. It's an understanding that has to do with insight, not intellectual analysis or intellectual processing or intellectual debate or discussion. It's an understanding that must be realized. That's what I learned from SIT. And before I was doing it the opposite, I was having intellectual discussions with my clients and debating and analyzing and... And then when I met Sid, I, oh, what changed me was when I realized simplicity. So it changed me. And I went, oh, you're talking from a different place. You're teaching from a different place. You're looking for something more fundamental, not the details, but a way. And so it's, it was so wonderful and rewarding and easy to work with clients from that different level of understanding. And yes, Sid was an ordinary man. And when you were around Sid, you felt no superiority. In other words, you, he did not come across like I know and you don't. There was no superiority in him. It was soul to soul. He, you, he would look at you as an equal, as another soul, just like, he was a soul that it was amazing because, you know, a lot of teachers, they take up a, a position of authority and a position of um, being better than you. Sid never did that. He was, it was always, he was always, you were always his equal. Now that didn't mean that he didn't know things that I didn't know. And I knew that I knew he knew things. I didn't know he was my teacher. Mm -hmm. But it was, I never felt that he looked down on me ever. Mm. That was so important, the, the, the way he came across. So important. He modeled. When you were around him, he modeled. He modeled how to be. You know, he, mo he just lived in a deeper feeling and he lived in, 
the feeling of equality. And he, and when he would go out of a deeper feeling into a different state of mind, he, you could just see how he would just, he didn't mind. And he'd just come out of it really fast. He didn't react to his experience. I learned that from him. You, you got to learn from him by watching him. It was so, um, I was so lucky to be able to, you know, be his student and be his friend and be able to live around him and watch him live his life. It was just invaluable learning. Linda, how do you, and I'm just curious, how do you see um, as we move forward, you know, in this, um, in this world of three principles or within this community or, you know, how do you, how do you see us moving forward? And I'm just curious, this is just. Well, If we move forward with SIDS materials, I think we're going to be fine. If SID gets lost, if you know if people stop, if its materials get left behind, I don't think we're going to be fine. I think the three principles will get lost. Well, I'm so glad we're doing this. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I, I am because the, not only for the people who met him, but the people who are coming in, you know, and they are seeing their own changes. And it's like, okay, um, this, this is important. This, it's very important. It matters. It's crucial. It's crucial. And I, I find it to be, very rich, all these conversations. Um, well, you know, oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just saying I had one guest who said, this is my favorite conversation. And I love that. And I said, yeah, there's something about it, you know, talking about Sid and, and that level of consciousness and, and your experience and, you know, their, everything. It's, and I, I, I love it too. I, I find it to be... Um, and there's a, a respect that comes with that, a respect and a love, love and respect that comes with that, that it's, um, it's deep. And sometimes there's nothing else to say, but just stay quiet. And, and well, you know, I wanted to say that when I first listened to Sid, the first time I listened to Sid, I just dismissed him. I didn't hear him. And I think sometimes people, you know, will get referred to Sid and they'll listen to him and they'll go, well, that's nice, but I've heard that before, or that's nice, I don't understand him, or that's nice, He's, but his accent, he has a Scottish accent and I don't get everything he says, and that's nice, but. And the thing is, and I did that. You know, when I first listened to Sid, it was like, 
he's a nice man, but I don't understand him. And I dismissed him because I didn't hear him. Mm. I didn't hear him. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that I went back and stayed with it until I heard, heard something, I mean, really heard something, is because I saw a real change in a friend of mine who did hear from Sid, who heard, like had a realization that changed his life. And I saw the change in him and I was so affected by that change in him. And he said, well, this change came from my listening to Sid. So I went back and gave it another chance because like I got a second chance with <laughs> Sid for myself because of the change I saw in my friend. Now, if I hadn't seen that change, I wouldn't have gone back. And I'm so, I can't tell you, I'm so lucky and I'm so happy that I did go back and I stuck with it and kept listening until I heard something that changed my life. Heard something on that deeper level of consciousness heard something on that insight level where the simplicity became alive and I could, and life looked different. I looked different. Yeah. My mind looked different. People looked different. So in a good way and not as, you know, not a weird way in a, in a practical and common sense. And I found common sense. Yeah. So, um, so I'm just saying this because, you know, if, if you do listen to Sid and you don't get it the first time, try again. Try again. Yeah. Keep at it. Because the gold is there. The truth is there. He's speaking truth. And, you know, he's speaking truth. He's speaking simplicity. He's speaking common sense. He's speaking wisdom. And he wakes you up to that state of mind in you. But sometimes you have to keep listening for a while before you get woken up, like me. Yeah. I had to listen for a while. Hmm. I mean, I just, if this understanding is going to go into the future in a way that's going to help people, we've got to stay connected to sin and his materials. Because that'll keep us honest, keep our, the practitioners honest. And what I mean by honest is that it keeps you from getting too far into your own intellect. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you can kind of, you can kind of fool yourself, get into your intellect too much and fool yourself and, and. Hooking into Sid's materials will hook you into a deeper feeling. You go, oh, okay, to a deeper level of consciousness. So, yeah, I mean, it matters. Sid matters. Yeah, Sid matters very much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Linda, for this time. I really well, appreciate it. You're so it. welcome. No, I was so, I'm glad to do it. Thank you. Yeah.